isn't it wonderful to be able to, to come together again in church? Amen. I thank God for your life that you have. This morning, we want to look at what we call time review. What do I mean by half time review? You see, in every sport that you watch, there's always what we call a half time. At half time, each of the two teams will go to different dressing rooms. Their coaches will talk to them. Their spiritual advisors will talk to them. Whoever they think can encourage the people will talk to them. And the reason is because that second half can be more important than the first. I once went to watch a match. I think that was in 2013. I think. And at half time, it was goalless. But the team that was playing better, by the end of the second half, they lost. Not because they didn't know how to play, but because they did not have the right words at half time. Half time is of regret. It is the time to count your losses. If there are any, it is the time to be energized for what is ahead. It is interesting that men as we are, when God created the earth, He created the sun and the moon, and the sun gives light. And so when the sun goes down, we say it is night. I remember when I first got to Canada. I got to Canada in summer. And so when it got towards September, and I began to tell my children that you have to start going to bed early. They did not care about time. All they cared about is that, Daddy, it is not yet dark. And so we know that the, the difference between the time that we watch and the difference between the timing from heaven. I also want you to understand that in the things of God, it is the event that dictates the timing. It is not the timing that dictates the event. For example, the day Jesus Christ was born was an ordinary day. But till today, we celebrate it because it is an event that changed the world. So I want to encourage you stop 
measuring yourself by calendar year. Every calendar year is only as good as the events that are there. There are some years that you've mentioned. Some of you will remember the year, not because of the name of the year, but you remember the year because of what? The event in the year. The month of July is a good month for me. On the 1st of July, 2003. I packed all my things. At that time, I thought I had a lot of things. I packed all that I had. They could fit into some suitcases. And I went to the airport in Swaziland. Oh, I can't forget the day. Because that day we said bye-bye. It was an important day. Of course, I remember on the 13th of July. Now, some of you will think it took me 13 days to get here. <laughs> it did take me 13 days. I didn't come by boat. I stopped over in Nigeria. And I'll never forget. We got to Nigeria and there was a strike. You know those kind of strikes that there's no, there's no gasoline, there's no fuel, well, there's no gas. <laughs> and so I went home. And suddenly I realized that the ticket I had was useless. They sent me a new ticket from Canada. I left on the 10th of July. I got to England on the 11th of July. I stayed in England for two days. And then on the 13th of July, I got to Canada. I have been in Canada since then. And so July for me is a month of Thanksgiving. Because in July, God brought me to my own promised land. And so every year, when the first part ends, I remember that in July, I started a new life. Oh, I can give you different other events that happened. For example, the month of August meant nothing to me. Who could care in the month of August? Until... God gave me somebody that the month of August had better mean something to me. And, and so every year now, August 5th, uh, is a good day for me. The reason is because, because I know some people are still waiting on the Holy Spirit to tell them why. <laughs> the reason is because long ago when God was thinking of me he made a woman to deliver a baby girl and that baby girl was growing uh, I was growing too 
And God made sure that somehow we met. And so August became important. So I can go on and on. I was sharing with the prayer team yesterday. On February 1st, 2009, we possessed this church. I can't forget the day. And so in everybody's life, there is a time that you stop and you take account of the past. And then you make a plan for the future. I will read you one story that I have come to enjoy a lot. It's a story that Jesus Christ told. And the story in Luke chapter 15. Let's read it together. Luke chapter 15. Let me wait a little bit while you get there. Luke chapter 15. Somebody says, Where is Luke? Put your hand around the fourth fifth of your Bible. If your Bible is like mine, check on page 756. Luke chapter 15. The Bible says in verse 11. And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said unto his father, Father, give me the portions of good that pertain unto me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after that, the younger son gathered all together. And he took a journey into a far country. And he there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in one. And he went and he joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his field to feed swine. Verse what? 16. And he would have trained and filled his belly with the ox that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Let's read verse 17 together. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's had bread enough and to spare, and I will perish with hunger. Let's read 18 and 19 together. I will arise. Okay, now, he says, I will arise, right? Now, verse 20, what did he do? Yeah. But when it was yet a great way off, and verse 21, Praise the Lord. This is a, a very interesting story. I don't think I've read any story more than this story. I read it over and over and over. The reason I called the my message after the review is that it gets to a point in every man's life and when I say man, I mean women also. 
that you have to stop and take account of where you are. Que vous devez vous et de là où vous êtes. Yes, come and yes, pass. Oui. If I to point around the church today, si je and say, can you tell me a significant enough event in the last six months that you remember the date and the time? Some will say yes. Others will have to, to manufacture one. If I want to make it a little bit harder, I will say, can you look at every single month since you were born? Is there a significant event that you can attribute to January, February, March, all the way through? In case you don't know, there comes a time where God actually expects you and I to stop am I on the way that I'm supposed to be going? Or have I missed the path? And for those of you that don't know that story, it is the story of a man. He was so much interested in freedom. Oh, thank God for freedom. Merci Dieu pour la liberté. I was thinking about it recently. Sometimes you don't even know that freedom is costly until somebody gives it to you. Par moment, nous même pas que la oh, when you are a child. Oh, you can wait for it until I can just get out of this house. But then it is not unusual that once you are out of that house, you want to go to that house. Interesting. Your parents want you to spend 18 years in the house, of which you may not remember three of those years because you are young. Depending on how long you live, then if you live to 100 years, from 18 to 100, is that many years? 82 years. Why are you in the hurry for 82 years of freedom? The reason a lot of people are in a hurry, I can tell you very quickly. I remember long ago I preached a message on the problem with freedom. People think freedom means the accountability. They think freedom means there's no responsibility. I'll give you an example. When I was in primary school, and I went to school. Now, for those of you that might know, in those days, I had school in the morning and school in the afternoon. So if you went to morning or afternoon school, it means that you are a little bit older. And where I lived, you needed to take three or four buses to get to the school. But then I had no choice. When it is four taxes. Well, your mom will just wake you up. 
either you are awake or asleep, you take a bath. By 5.30 in the bus. All I remember is entering the first bus. I remember coming down from the bus. I remember entering the second bus. I remember coming down from the bus. And then I find myself in school. In those days, school started at 10 minutes to 7. I can see all the young ones saying that that is cruel. So 10 minutes to 7, why school? At that time, I just slept at 1 o'clock. By 4.30, somebody came to wake me up. When I was in the they sent me to body school. In body school, you might have a school father. But that school father is a parasite. You are a school son because you have something to give. <laughs> Some of you know what I'm talking about. Whether you like it or not, you needed to start waking up by yourself now. But I had more responsibility. So this boy left home. There are two things that will be for most people. But one, the calamity of your choices. Write it down. There is the calamity of your choices. For every choice you make, there is a repercussion for it. The second calamity that befalls most people, it is the calamity that befalls all. The Bible says there was a famine. When the famine came, it befell all. When COVID-19 came, did it affect some people or everybody? Everybody, right? But then there are things that different people will come out of it because of the choices that they have made. This is a good time for me and you to attack. At the beginning of the year, you will have written down some New Year resolution. Because we are Christians, we write down prayer points. Am I alone or did some people do that? Those prayer points you wrote down, are you still working towards it or are you working away from it? So this amazes me when in July or August I asked somebody. I said, what was your number three prayer point in December? Ah, I said, I don't remember which one was number three. Brethren, if you have been praying at those, about those prayer points enough, you remember which one is number five. <laughs> People think you just list the prayer points and then God will automatically answer them. 
sustain the point of prayer is usually automatically the result. I like prayer points like this one. Je me rappelle un point de prière. So I want to be closer to God. Je veux être proche de Dieu. How do you measure that? Comment est-ce qu'on mesure ça? To be closer to God. Oui, vous voulez être près de Dieu. Last year you said the same thing. L'année passée vous avez dit la même chose. Two years ago you listened to someone the same thing. Deux années avant vous avez écouté. In fact, if you are truthful for for ten years, same the same thing. Pendant dix ans vous disiez la même chose. How are you measuring if you are closer or not? And that is why we tell people write down things that you can measure. I want to be closer to God by doing number one by reading through my Bible in one year. I want to be closer to God number two by making sure that I pray every day. To God by joining the department in church. I want to be closer to God. You can fill in the gap. Where you can go back and measure. It will be difficult if I told if you ask me. Who won the game? And I tell you that oh I won. You say what? Oh. Again, we didn't count. If we didn't count, how do we know who won? Any plan that you have has to be measurable. As you go forward, because whenever we do a review like this, there are some things that you will come up with. This boy, Came up with some resolution. I started like the guy. He said, "I will arrive." Because then suffering is not good. But nobody needs to tell you that. If you ever suffer, you don't pray that anybody else will suffer. He said, "You know, I will arrive." Place that I told them that they didn't know how to do it. I will go back there. I will humble myself. And then I will open my mouth. Remember, I always talk about opening your mouth. I am not going to assume that once I get there, that they understand why I'm there. Then I will open my mouth and I will say, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Because uh, I've had a rough part of the year because I gave to other people. Some of us have had a rough part of the year because we left where God Some rough time. Because when you are not right for freedom, you took it. The boy that wanted freedom, he said, now we go back home. Not as a prince now, but as a servant. Can you imagine the kind of peace he had had? Someone that before, 
He wanted to be on his own. All of a sudden, he realized that he needed people. All of a sudden, he realized that to make decisions are hard. All of a sudden, he realized it. Who am I going to blame for the fact that my money is gone? I don't know about you. Every year, once June is ending, I think. Voilà pourquoi la rédemption fait partie de la vie. 
You will reject care. I go somewhere else. Vous me rejetez, je vais quelque part d'autre. Don't let them reject you. It makes you better. On te rejette, frère, ça te rend bon. You will understand. Vous comprendrez. That when you look at your life, quand vous regardez sur votre vie, don't be like Samson. Ne soyez pas comme Samson. When Samson got to the hard time of his life, quand Samson est arrivé à la montée de sa vie, he decided that life was no longer worth living. Il a décidé que la vie Because something had been to the mountain top. And he had been there. He knew the second half could never be better than the first. And so something told God. He said, if only you strengthen me this one more time. And the Bible says something pushed the pillar. And Samson died with the Philistines. But Samson had a choice. Samson could have prayed a better prayer. Samson could have told God what this guy told his father. Say, God, I have sinned. But do you know that God already forgave Samson? When you read in Genesis chapter 16, The Bible says that the hair on his head began to grow again. What was the source of his strength? And so, when God was already restoring him, he didn't see himself as restored. But I am here to give you good news. It doesn't matter what you have done, God is restoring you. It doesn't matter where you have been, God is ready to take you back. It doesn't matter what you have done. All that God is asking is that you will say, I will despise the shame. I will go back to my father. And I will open my mouth and say, My father, I have sinned. I know when you talk to everybody, people are at different stages. My prayer for you is very, it's just one prayer today. And that is that you finish well. I don't know about you, for me, 2020 will be a good year. But Conato, 2020 will be a good year. You can mention your name and say, for me, 2020 will be a good year. This second part of the year, there will be events that will characterize it. Let me put this last thing there. When people travel, they are happy when the journey is uneventful. They are happy <laughs> Because an event on, on the journey can mean that you are shipwrecked, or in these days can mean that you are on the ship that had COVID-19, and then you're on that ship instead of for two weeks, you're on that ship for two months. Pray for an eventful life. It is events that God counts. Years don't matter to God. The Bible rightly tells us how God compares our time and His own. 
justement pour moi, Dieu, ton pain, ton pain est mort. But if you are a signal, if you are, God will take you. S'il y a un événement significatif, Dieu prendra toi. I want you to stand on your feet. Je veux que tu te tiens. Some of you will say, like the prodigal son, I will arrive. Quelqu'un dira, comme un enfant prodigue, je vais me lever. I will go back to my father. Je vais rentrer vers mon père. If you want to kneel, you can kneel. If you want to stand, you can remain standing. Si vous voulez vous agenouiller, vous pouvez vous agenouiller. Si you want to first of all approach God. Apparons à Dieu. And say, Father, Père, I might have gone astray in this area. Je peux avoir. I have done my own things in this area. J'ai fait des choses dans cette area. God, I'm coming back home. Je rentre à la maison. Have mercy on me. Let's begin to pray. Begin to pray that the Lord will have mercy on you. Prions pour que Dieu ait miséricorde. Begin to pray that the Lord will have mercy on you. Prions pour que Dieu ait miséricorde. You know yourself the things that you have been where you shouldn't have gone. Vous connaissez vous-même les endroits où you know yourself the things that you did that you shouldn't have. Vous connaissez les choses que vous avez fait que vous n'avez pas fait. You know yourself. Vous connaissez vous-même. The things that you have said that you shouldn't have said. Les choses que vous avez dit que vous n'avez pas dites. Vous connaissez vous-même. The things that have taken up. Les choses qui vous ont qui vous ont écarté. To God, and say, Father, help me, Lord. Help me as I come back in the name of Jesus. 